Hello, I am Autumn Kovac, and this is Social Endeavor. Um, before I introduce my guest, I would like to um, talk about a podcast that I have listened to for almost a year, and it was a huge inspiration for doing Social Endeavor. So um, it was Professor Blastoff. About a year ago, my cousin introduced me to the show, and it's it had three comedians on it, Tignataro, David Hunsberger, and Kyle Dunnigan. And they were just three friends who got together and have like a special person. So they talked about magic or philosophy or acting or just like random, anything random. And it was always usually pretty funny. And um, it inspired me to do the show because um, not that podcasting is easy, but it showed me how um, inspiring it can be to yourself and to other people to just do the thing that you want to do. And they did it for almost three years. Um, their show, I think it was, so a couple weeks ago when they finished it, the number was 217. So 217 episodes. And when I turned it on on my phone a few weeks ago, it, the title just said goodbye. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was so sad. And for a couple reasons. And... So first of all, they just introduced me to the art of conversation. It's like you never know what you're going to talk about just by turning on a microphone and recording a conversation, which is something that we never really do. Um, and so it's like this really cool form of art. And it inspired me to do like fulfill a mission that I always had but didn't know how to like share it in what format. And then the third reason is when I first listened to it. I was listening to it in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where I'm from. And then I moved to New York and they became the constants in my life and really was that taste of home for me and were like my friends until I met <laughs> new friends <laughs> in New York. And so it was like a really bittersweet time just to have them like be that company on the side, on the subway for me and um, to inspire me to to just keep doing whatever project that I put my my mind to. So, and I hope that what they've inspired me to do will inspire my listeners um, and just pursue their dreams for as long as it makes sense. And so I want to wish Tig and David and Kyle the very best in their next projects in their life. And if you come across them, definitely go go to their shows and see their, their art and encourage them, but um, also just let them remind you to pursue your dreams. So, and without any further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest, Alexandra Port. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> so, you are an illustrator? Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you call yourself an illustrator versus... Not quite. Okay. Um, I think an illustrator, and to all you illustrators, if you have a different definition, really sorry. (laughs) (laughs) For me, an illustrator is someone who is, I guess, paid to illustrate stories or, um, you know, catalogs and whatnot, and it's more of a technical way of making artwork, Hmm. and that is totally fine. And in one respect, I do illustrate, I illustrate stories mm-hmm. um but I'm not getting paid for it yeah. um and I'm not doing a linear representation of a story mm-hmm. 
So I would just go with artist more. Okay. That is um, a little more broad and a little less defined. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I think our, like the products that we create kind of ebb and flow and we're never like mm-hmm. really one thing forever. So that is But hey, if fair. you see my stuff and you want to hire me to build and be an illustrator, <laughs> totally okay. <laughs> I, like I will be an illustrator. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> well, we met at the Webster Apartments where we both moved, and you are from Wisconsin? Yes. yes. <laughs> so I think there was something connecting us. We knew that we were Midwestern, Midwestern <laughs> girls. So yeah, we just had a random conversation, and I was like, you need to be on my show. So <laughs> I'm so happy this is finally happening. Um, so yeah, let's. I want to ask you when you first kind of defined like what you do or how did you discover um that you enjoy printmaking is it currently Mm -hmm. printmaking and right now just because for me etching takes a lot of equipment and studio time I've gone back more to color pencil but um I thought originally when I went to school that I wanted to be just an artist randomly mm-hmm. um, and then I found metals and I loved it hmm. um, I loved making wearable things I loved shiny metal <laughs> <laughs> I loved sawing and things that were repetitive um, and that led me into etching because etching is on metal mm-hmm. um, for those of you who don't know um, it's mm-hmm. a way of making a print like your printer but using acid and a metal to hold ink and then running it through a press. Um, And I realized at some point that as much as I loved the stuff I could make in metal, um, I didn't actually like everything I had to do to get what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it just brought out a lot of um, things in myself, Mm -hmm. um, like being overly picky mm-hmm. um, that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And etching allowed me to be freer. It allowed me to get back to drawing, um, which I loved and had forgotten mm-hmm. um, in the process of conceptualizing art. And that's where I've kind of stayed wow. <laughs> in drawing and in printmaking. Um, a little bit technical, mm-hmm. a lot of repetition and... Mm-hmm still with lines and color. Cool. That sounds very, like, involved and a lot of materials. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A lot of inks. A lot of secret printing. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. You won't tell the Webster. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. So when I first met you, you were telling me about this um, project where a bunch of you artists, like from mm-hmm. all over, kind of collaborate. And so tell me what that project is. So it's like a cookie exchange, um, but with artwork. So it's a print exchange. Photographers do them. Printmakers um, like me do them. And actually just random artists um, do that as well. You basically make... Um, however number of prints so say there's 13 artists Mm -hmm. you make 14 prints Mm -hmm. um, and that gets shipped to the person who's going to collate them and put them in order Mm -hmm. 
And then everyone gets a packet back, and it will have um, the 13 artist prints. Mm -hmm. So you get one of yours and 12 of other people's work, and then there's a show copy um, mm -hmm. that gets shown to galleries and whatnot. So it's a way to get your artwork out there yeah. and meet what or other artists and see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And basically the way that we organized ours is we looked at people that we really admired in um, our university, so that's the home base was where I went to school, which was the University of Wisconsin-Madison, okay. and then in the greater world, um, and saw who people were connected to, mm -hmm. and then we sent them invitations, <laughs> and when they came back with yeses, we were like, oh shit, <laughs> now we have to do something amazing, <laughs> because this person that you've never met in some cases is going to see this thing and mm -hmm. you want it to be perfect mm -hmm. and ultimately your idea of perfection isn't going to be maybe met to your standard um but you have to let it go and hope that they they see what you're going for but right. also what it is and hopefully they recognize what you think of as a mistake as what it should be mm -hmm. and that's all you can do it's releasing releasing your gift mm -hmm. to the world and getting <laughs> lots of other things back Wow. Um, so hopefully, if you guys get to see it, um, it'll be released in October, I believe. Okay. We had some stragglers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they're still in the show. Two in particular. You know who you are. <laughs> You're listening. You're on the naughty list. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it'll be released in, um, in fall. So okay. we'll hope to show it in the university first and then elsewhere. Wow, that's incredible. I just love that because I love mail, first of all. I know, and I love it too. <laughs> so I love that it's being sent, you know, first, yeah, sent and then being collaborated mm -hmm. for like tons of people. And I think what you said was so awesome and like so true to every artist's experience about um, just humbling yourself and just showing people your work and as you know with flaws and everything or what we think is flaws um and yeah just being vulnerable because I think that's like a huge characteristic of being an artist is being vulnerable so mm -hmm. um but you're all in that together so I think that is like I hope a refreshing experience mm -hmm. for everyone I think so I mean I think especially for newer artists it can be a little overwhelming um, mm -hmm. but it's nice to know that even like when I moved here I didn't know anyone mm -hmm. here um, in the city mm -hmm. to know that there are people that are working towards a common goal mm -hmm. and you don't know them but yeah. yet the fact that they might be in Philadelphia or in Wisconsin back home or yeah. in Chicago doing the same thing as you mm -hmm. makes it feel like you're not alone yeah um, and that's ultimately what you want mm -hmm. is to not feel alone mm -hmm. um, because we can be in the studio working by ourselves True. for a great number of time. Yeah. Um, for some people, it's less than others, but mm -hmm. you just want to know that you're not making things just for yourself. Mm -hmm. And maybe, uh, maybe other artists are fine with that. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I, I think of it as a way to start a conversation mm -hmm. with someone like... Mm -hmm. Be like, this is what I thought about. Mm -hmm. What do you think about it? Mm -hmm. 
And that is what's so great about it. You yeah. can know that someone is working on their own thing around a certain conversation, and when you get the prints back, mm-hmm. um, you see what they were thinking about. Mm-hmm. Were they thinking about, um, you know, their own personal story? Mm-hmm. Were they thinking about what's going on in the world right now? Mm-hmm. And then you immediately have a point of departure, mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, I saw this piece. Mm-hmm. What was it about?" Like. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this, or I totally was on the same wavelength as you, mm-hmm. and it's a way to make a friendship, mm-hmm. even if you don't know them, straight off the bat. Totally. So are they themed at all, or just whatever? Yeah. Okay. Usually they're themed. Um, it's a way of making a cohesive um, print exchange, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Usually they're the same size, okay. um, more for practical reasons than yeah. anything else, okay. and that helps to define it Mm -hmm. um the theme can be as simple as black and white Mm -hmm. it can be as like precise as I don't know I mean not really anything everything can be open if you want it to be but it can be very precise as in like women in red dresses sure um what was this one in October this one was um <laughs> uh, <that's> okay. <laughs> Fair warning. Um, so I love words a lot, mm-hmm. um, and I love word play. And I told everyone straight off the bat that I was gonna get like I I have this idea for when I leave. So heads up. Okay. This is like what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Are you guys in? And they're like, yeah, sure. Like we'll do it. <laughs> I'm like just giving you all fair warning that it's, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so that became the theme, mm-hmm. um, which turned out to be more difficult than mm-hmm. I thought it would be mm-hmm. um, because people were like, well, what exactly does that mean? Mm-hmm. And so I got a lot of questions from people, and I thought, I thought that they would just kind of be on the same wavelength as me. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not. I, I should maybe describe it. And I'm like, you can keep it together. Mm-hmm. You can split it apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a lot of um, festival-themed work. Okay. Um, a lot of um, works on what's going on right now with like justice and mm-hmm. what might be lurking on the horizon mm-hmm. um, with inequality. Hmm. So those were two different ways that people approached it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So again, that was the theme was about... Fair warning. Fair warning. Just that was all I gave people and a size. Wow. Um, and that it had to be a handmade print. Yeah. And that was what they got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a deadline, which we didn't stick to. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how most things work in the arts. You have to be a little, a little flexible with everyone's schedule. Yeah, of course. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. So what inspired your particular piece in that collection? I, well, I mean, I, after moving here, I've gone through, I think, ups and downs. I think every time you move somewhere new, um, especially when you do so alone, mm-hmm. you have to go through that sort of up and down journey. Mm-hmm. And when I was making my print, surprisingly, it was right before I met, met Autumn. Mm-hmm. I was fe- feeling very alone. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I was feeling very vulnerable, mm-hmm. and I thought about what my parents would always tell me when I would go to fairs, mm-hmm. and it was, um, you know, stay close to me, mm-hmm. or you're going to get lost. Mm-hmm. 
watch out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to get lost. Um, and I really was missing my parents. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I was able to make this print of um, a little girl. She's holding a balloon in a sea of random strangers with corn dogs and uh, like this like random dog and a clown, which horrified me. I'm terribly afraid of clowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in case you don't know, I hate them. Um, and yet in the same time, it, um, making an image that was of someone lost helped me to realize like, look, you're feeling lost right now. But ultimately when a child is lost in, in, you know, a fair someone will find them. Mm-hmm. So that was more my, um, my take on it, more a personal take, um, a warning um, that most people warn me. You know, aren't you afraid going to New York? You're going to be in a big city. Mm-hmm. You're going to be, like, away from your family. And um, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, I found a job. Like, I'm going to this great, big, beautiful city. Mm-hmm. And I thought people would be like, great for you. Mm-hmm. And there were, there was that. But, um, and especially for my parents and my sister, but for my greater extended family, they're very much um, afraid. Mm-hmm. And were very much warning me that I was going to have to be very, very careful or I would lose um, my sense of self Mm -hmm. or lose my way somehow or just be lost emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I guess, where the piece came from. Wow. That's beautiful. That's awesome. I know it's so true how art can can help you find yourself. I I would say I experienced something similar, not quite the same, but um, with moving here because there is like a stripping of yourself where it's like, I don't know how to relate to my environment and I don't know anyone here and all the people here are so different mm-hmm. than the people in our hometown. So, um, there's so many. Yeah. You feel like, especially when you're new here, that everyone has a place to go Yeah. and they all know someone mm-hmm. and yet you're like the only one that is like not going yeah. somewhere or not knowing someone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that that makes it harder somehow yeah and I like how you did have the setting as a fair because I think that <laughs> like <laughs> New York can feel that way for sure yes you know, like, it has everything like everything you could want and like food and everything but it is so busy and kind of intimidating sometimes especially from the perspective of a child so I like that that's really awesome Thanks. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what would you say continues to inspire you, um, like, moving forward? Well, I mean, um, loved colored pencil and color, and I was doing a lot in black and white, and I've now moved into that vein. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Partially because I got um, sort of a kick in the ass. <laughs> I applied to a show recently, and I was accepted into it. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. And I brought the work that I had been doing um, coming out of school. And um, it had, they, I had um, two sets of work. I had my like illust- more illustration based mm-hmm. more like 
work that's more um, concrete, I guess. Mm -hmm. Strange stories that basically illustrate stories. Hmm. Um, so I guess you were right when you said illustrator in that sense. Mm -hmm. And then I had a portfolio that was more conceptual and more black and white, more about line and pattern. And what I had thought she had wanted was um, my black and white, which is what I was actually making. And then I had my color and more illustration, more concrete work, which I'd sort of stopped doing because I assumed that most artists need to be conceptual. And I love learning, you know, interesting facts. And I love art that is more conceptual. And I showed up with all of my stuff that was, like, not illustration. And she was like, well, this is really nice. But actually what we accepted for the show is this, mm -hmm. which is your color work. And, you know, that's what we, like, really felt like was your, like, voice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're really sorry, but we can't accept your other work. I was like, okay. They're like, well, you can go home and like get the other stuff and we'll totally show that. I'm like, well, that's all sold. Oh, no. That's all like, you know, gone. Yeah. Like, and it was really difficult, mm -hmm. you know, to like then have to go home with this other things that I had made partially because I thought that's um, what I did well. Mm-hmm. And what I thought artists were supposed to make. Mm -hmm. um, and then to be told that what I actually enjoyed making more was more interesting to this group mm -hmm. was on one hand devastating because I'd been working so hard to be in this other vein. Mm -hmm. Um and I was super excited to be accepted into that, like yeah. for that vein, mm -hmm. and now has become more liberating mm -hmm. because I kind of can like do what I want. Mm -hmm. I can focus more on technical color instead of just like line and concept. Mm -hmm. I can focus on illustrating a story that everyone knows, mm -hmm. but with a different context applied to it. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess going forward, yeah, I know, we're getting there. We're getting okay. to a point, I promise. <laughs> I <laughs> going, <trust> you. <laughs> going forward, I'm going to try to focus more on what interests me yeah. in the actual piece itself mm -hmm. as it comes up rather than simply focusing on the ideas that are interesting me, mm -hmm. I hope that by focusing on the actual piece of paper in front of me and continuing to read and write and listen to other people who are interesting, that that'll somehow um, be filtered through my hand and mm -hmm. what I'm doing and not have to worry so much or try so hard to be something that I think I need to be. Yeah. Which is an incredible lesson. It's, I mean, it's hard to learn it, and people can say that, like, oh, just be yourself, or, like, just do what you love. But, I mean, even though it was very disappointing for you, it's, like, what a mm -hmm. cool lesson to learn, like, firsthand, and, like, you 
get it like with everything you know like you showed up with work that you thought like someone else would like and you totally you know probably did a good job and then it was like no just do what you're really good at and what mm-hmm. you love yourself because then other people will love that and I think that's beautiful and I think too like it was hard because I was telling myself that I really loved it and on mm-hmm. one hand I really did love the other work mm-hmm. you know um yeah. but I love the other stuff that I'm doing that stuff I'm doing now yeah I happen to just be better at it too. <laughs> like can be like, and I mean, not better in that this one woman thinks I'm better in it, mm-hmm. but that I feel I can do more with. Yep. And it wasn't until someone was literally like, "Hey, you should go back to what you originally started with because yeah. it's great." Yep. Um, that led me to go back down that path. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And hard, but cool. Hard, but cool. So make sure you ask, all you artists, yes. why was I accepted into this show? Mm-hmm. It might not be because of your application. They might just look at your website, which is what happened to me. Oh. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, so make sure your website is what you actually want to be hired for as well. <laughs> Multiple lessons here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, and... I mean, I went through that as a photographer, too. I was, like, you know, just showing work that I thought other people would like or what I should be hired for as a photographer. But um, the more I've just done more lifestyle, I really love that, and it fits my personality. And um, other people who see it, you know, love it because it's natural for me. And I think whatever is natural is, like, almost, you know, it's more beautiful. So, yeah, that's... It's really good. Good for many, many artists to realize that, especially in today's culture. I think of Instagram a lot because there's like <laughs> so many people that, you know, like there's these looks like this is a category and it all looks really similar. <laughs> <laughs> and for the longest time, I'm like, oh, maybe I should take more like, I don't know, just like holding up my ice cream cone with a cool background, you know, and like have mm-hmm. all the, me and my friend Morgan call it planogrammers. <laughs> it's like, that wasn't spontaneous. <laughs> that wasn't Instagrammed. Um, <laughs> sometimes I can be at fault for that too. But you know what I mean? It's like, just, I needed to like kind of go through that process of like finding who I was and what my style was even on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And like the followers, like the number doesn't matter. Um, as long as I'm like portraying my life in the way that it's actually happening and not contriving something, but I'm living authentically, you know, with my own style. So <laughs> definitely, Instagram is still bewildering to me. It takes a little bit to like, get the hang of it. I love it. I love scrolling through everybody's mm-hmm. work and everything that they're doing and being like wow, that's cool, let me hurt it. Right. But, like, <laughs> as far as my own thing, mm-hmm. the only reason I do it is Time Hop, really. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if everyone knows, but Time Hop is this app that takes all your stuff, takes your Twitter. Not that I use Twitter, so don't try to find me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, Facebook. Even photos um, that you put on your laptop if you sync it. Mm-hmm. And it takes like a time capsule. You did this mm-hmm. six years ago. You did it this four years ago. Mm-hmm. And 
I saw work that I was making in high school, mm. and I saw um, when I competed in dance, mm-hmm. and I saw when um, I went abroad, and I saw when my grandma passed away, and all of those memories and getting to see what was happening was really interesting to me, and it was disappointing when I saw no activity this day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I know I did cool things. Right. And so that is what I hope to get from Instagram is mm-hmm. sort of a record somehow mm-hmm. of, like, what I've done. So this will be my new sort of diary entry. Cool. Um, and I don't know if that's really how people use it. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's how it was, like, contrived to be originally. Sure. Yeah. Um, but... Possibly. You can I use it for whatever you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wonder what are other people mm-hmm. thinking when mm-hmm. they post? Mm-hmm. Is this going to get a, like a hundred likes? Right. Or is this because this is cool and mm-hmm. I want to share it with my friends? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, do I want to see what people really think of it? And there's always that like judgment I know. aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool. Yeah. In a way. Like, in a way. when you get, like, all those, like, likes, you're like, wow! Yeah. I feel so there. loved! Even if it's three random strangers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know. But then I find myself, when I go through, just, like, sort of judging. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if I spend too much time on, I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop now. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to... Not that I ever, I don't ever leave comments, really. Mm-hmm. Only on things I really like. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to ever turn that voice of judgment back on me. Right. Um, because it's a pattern that I think I've done a lot of. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't, I'll, I'll love Instagram for what it can give me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what um, it will hopefully be in my future. Yeah. We'll see a year from now if I keep this up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. hopefully, hopefully I won't start being too mean either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only secretly in our minds. <laughs> no, but there's this quote that says, comparison is the thief of joy, you know, and mm-hmm. I have to remind myself sometimes when I look at other people and think, you know, maybe looking at other people's summers and it's like, oh, I haven't traveled as much as so-and-so and I really wish I could or they have such great opportunities or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, or even I can, you know, I don't want to paint New York as this amazing place when, like, it is, but there's also hardships here too and, mm-hmm. like, my life isn't perfect and I don't ever want that to come across in my Instagram, you know, or right. like, I live in New York, you know, it's, like, amazing. Um, it's, and it's cool because, like, New York, I was, I will say for myself, it's, like, it's the best thing I've ever done, but probably mm-hmm. because of the reasons I would have least expected, you Like know? what? Um, I, well, one reason recently is that it's, it's made me, it's very uncomfortable to live here mm-hmm. because of <laughs> all the walking and, like, lack of air conditioning or lack of personal space or lack of resources. Um, everything is very expensive. And, um, and like, friends are hard to come by sometimes mm-hmm. because people come in and out of your lives. And so, um, for me, it's been... Like, people are so hardworking here, but I think it's because the city makes it that way. And um, and it's been such a huge time of growth for me spiritually and in my faith and in my art. And so I wouldn't, 
a trade it for the world because of the difficulty that it's been, but also the beautiful things that have come out of it. So (laughs) I love New York. I'm in love with New York, but it's not just because I can order Chinese at three in the morning, you know, insomnia cookies. (laughs) I've never done those things, but (laughs) I I had insomnia cookies in the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) But you could get them at three in the morning and that's pretty awesome. (laughs) So, so yeah, but about your time hop thing, um, I recently started a journal that was like, um, has like five lines for Mm -hmm. every day. I don't know if you've seen this, but you, it'll be for five years. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of flip through the page on like January 2nd, it's going to like, I'll have an opportunity to write like two sentences, you know, like Mm -hmm. I did this today or whatever. And so I was like, my friend gave it to me, um, for Christmas so it was towards the beginning of my time here, and I'm really excited to see, like, how far I come, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. even a year from now or five years from now and see, like, will I still live here? You know, will I be somewhere else? Or how will my life be different? So I think those things are really valuable, you know, to kind of track your life. And and you need to also, like, look back on where you've come from mm-hmm. to kind of, like, appreciate your growth because sometimes you feel like you're always stuck or you're always in the same place, mm-hmm. but... You do change, and if you keep doing your thing, like, you will get better at it, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I do. Yeah, so that's awesome. Well, um, I guess in conclusion, I would ask, um, is there anything that you would say, like, to encourage other people, or um, is there any, like, source of inspiration that you, that is, like, kind of helping you along right now? Um... That's such a big question. I know. <laughs> Biggest for last. <laughs> <laughs> I think for inspiration and to just keep going mm-hmm. is to just keep talking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but I think the best conversations I've had have been with the people around me. Mm-hmm. If you're in New York, you're surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. And to stop seeing them as these almost like automobiles these sort of robots that are like wandering around you you know they're not Mm -hmm. but I think especially in New York we um you know we see someone with a flyer and we don't stop and take it we're Mm -hmm. like ah and we avoid them (laughs) (laughs) as if they have some flag I know um, and in the subway, we're, like, crowded together, but we all look at the floor or at our hands. Mm-hmm. And just to start really looking, mm-hmm. start really looking at the people in the subway, looking at the things around you, mm-hmm. start reading, mm-hmm. start seeing what is interesting to you. Mm-hmm. So if you're an art and you love science, mm-hmm. read science magazines, mm-hmm. read Philosophy Today, mm-hmm. read National Geographic. Mm-hmm. If you're... You know, an engineer who loves photography. Yes. Go get a camera. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. The people who are photo people are going to be like, Woo, you're awesome! Right. <laughs> you know? So it's, it's hard to find inspiration sometimes and to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you start, that's the best place. Mm-hmm. So if you start looking, mm-hmm. you'll start seeing things that inspire you. Mm-hmm. Because inspiration isn't going to just fall from the sky. Mm -hmm. 
it's gonna be from looking yeah and from searching mm-hmm. you know we don't expect someone to find the cure for cancer mm-hmm. just by plowing into it mm-hmm. we expect them to work hard mm-hmm. and to really want it mm-hmm. really look for it mm-hmm. and it's really hard yeah but that's all we can do yeah Wow, that's, I couldn't have said that better. <laughs> that sounds like the perfect definition of what it means to be alive. You know? <laughs> like fully living, yes, you know, definitely. embracing your life. So, wow. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>